Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not not spoiler spoiler free. On Halloween morning, they woke to the delicious smell of baking pumpkin wafting through the corridors. Even better, Professor Flitwick announced in charms that he thought they were ready to start making objects fly, something they had all been dying to try since they'd seen him make Neville's toad zoom around the classroom. Professor Flitwick put the class into pairs to practice. Harry's partner was Seamus Finnegan, which was a relief because Neville had been trying to catch his eye. Ron, however, was to be working with Hermione Granger. It was hard to tell whether Ron or Hermione was angrier about this. She hadn't spoken to either of them since the day Harry's broomstick had arrived. Um, hey, Emily. Hey, what? I know of a patron who's joined us on Remember Everything. (gasps) The most elite of levels. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Peggy Ann. She's from New York. And she is... (gasps) Another Hufflepuff. What up? Welcome to the house, Peggy Ann. Is there something on our list that we're supposed to be doing right now? (laughs) Oh, Emily made a website, everybody. Oh, yes, I did. It's beautiful. It's called therememberpodcast.com. That is T-H-E-R-E-M-B-E-R. Wait, did I forget an M? Uh, T, hold on. I got this. (laughs) T-H-E. R E M E M B E R P O D C A T S. I forgot it. C A S T S. Oh no. I'll work on a song for it later so we can all remember how to spell it. But it's up. It's cute. I still need to work on it, but it's there. And it has our calendar of when things get released. So if you're ever like, I wonder what day Harry Potter comes out this week, you can go there and look. Also, your October mail is on its way as of two as of two days ago. Um, if you're listening to this three years from now, this won't mean anything to you. R.I.P. Three years from now, <laughs> we're gonna be learning from Lupin in three years from now. Remus, Lemus, no. <laughs> <laughs> Rupin, Jupin, Lupin only. <laughs> anyway, that's my update corner. Me too. Uh, so yeah. Hi everybody. Oh hi. My name is Marin. I'm Emily. And we are Remember, Remember Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. And on this week's episode of Remember Harry Potter, we are talking about Sorcerer's Stone Chapter 10. Halloween. Also, we happy Halloween today. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's the best, 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 best day of the year. I cannot imagine a better day than Halloween. The other day, my husband was like, 
what the crap with Halloween, you know? It's like, send your kids out there alone in the dark to get candy from, like, just anybody's house. And I was just like, nod, 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 nod. I was like, what is better? What is better than being, like, dress up in stuff you never get to dress up in? Go do things you never get to do. Oh, it's just, it's amazing. It's the greatest thing I can imagine ever happening is Halloween. Halloween is the best. It's it's just, it's the best. I don't uh, know what to tell you guys, but it's the best. It's the best. And also imagine living in a haunted castle on Halloween. <sighs> Nothing literal better ever I could agree. happen to you. I agree. Um, also, if you're listening to this, like literally the moment that it came out or maybe the hour after, I am doing some Halloween watch along movie stuff. So message me if you want to come and you haven't heard about it yet. What did we do last chapter? Okay, we do need a reminder of last chapter because it's been a while. It's been a one while since we've been here at Hogwarts. Oh my gosh. Last chapter, Malfoy played a trick on the kids. Oopsies. He played a big trick on the kids. He was like, we're going to have a duel and Harry was like uh, and Ron was like you got to do it so they went out in the middle of the night somehow Neville and Hermione came along with them they got in a bunch of trouble just with themselves Mm -hmm. where they accidentally got into the third floor corridor where they're not supposed to go and they came across a big huge three-headed dog got all scared came back to the common room couple other things mm-hmm. happen. Harry <laughs> is now on the Quidditch team yep. and knows how to fly. Yeah. It's very cool. Very, very cool. All right. So it's the next morning. Harry and Ron, little tired, but they just go strolling in for breakfast. <laughs> and Draco's like, why are they still here? My plan got thwarted? <laughs> no way. Um, but Harry and Ron are like, that was really fun. I'm down for any more late night adventures that come our way. <laughs> Best night ever. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be so awesome at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what other three-headed creatures are <laughs> hidden around these parts. I also want to know what that dog was protecting. Mm-hmm. So Harry's like, Ron, I think I know the link between the vault and the trapped door. I think it's hiding the thing. And they're like, what could the thing be? And Ron's like, well, I don't know. Tell me what you know about the thing. And Harry's like, I don't know. It's like two inches long. <laughs> it's this big. Well, could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think of what it could be. A ring. Mm-hmm. A, A pair of roll. socks rolled up. Mm-hmm. A, A pencil of- sharpener. A floss. <laughs> maybe it's a special floss. floss. <laughs> Good point. I don't know. Neither do I. Ron's like, well, it's probably either very valuable or very dangerous. And Harry's like, or perhaps it's both. Who knows? <laughs> Harry's getting the the groove of living this wizard life down. Yeah. <laughs> probably dangerous. About everything. <laughs> Um, Neville and Hermione, however, don't give a fuck about trying to learn anything more about the trapdoor or the dog. <laughs> in fact, Hermione's like, you know what? I'm not interested in anything that they're doing. I, it's a big ignore from me. And Harry and Ron, however, are like, okay, we have to get Draco back 
But how do we do it? <laughs> they think about it for a while. Luckily, the next week at breakfast, the solution falls into Harry's bacon. <laughs> this is so funny. Like, LOL at McGonagall again. Like, she is the funniest witch at this whole school. She's so funny. I laughed so hard at this part because this enormous package, it's mm-hmm. six feet long. It has to be carried by six owls. Six of them. How do they coordinate their wings? <laughs> How do they? They're in a row. They're staggered on each side. I don't know. Here's what I know. It's breakfast, and every single kid is at breakfast, and this package flies in and plops on the table, and then Harry grabs the letter, and it goes, hey, here's your new broom. Do not open it, because I don't want anybody to freak out. But how hilarious is it? Because now every single person knows that he got a big old package, and he and Ron are like, and they just grab it and run. (laughs) every kid is like what is that it's obviously broom shaped (laughs) literally what else could you order that's six feet long like a pole unless it's like a pole oh my gosh it's obviously a broom mcgonagall could have ordered this to be delivered to her office but she's like no no i want everyone to know (laughs) that we're going to win Quidditch. It could have gone anywhere. It could have gone to her office. could have gone to Dory- Harry's dormitory. could have gone to literally anywhere. <laughs> could have just waited until the first Quidditch practice. <laughs> no. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Don't open it or everybody else is going to want one. Yeah. <laughs> also in the letter, it tells Harry that his first practice is tonight at 7. Um, so... Harry and Ron are like, all right, we've got like 15 minutes before our first class starts. Let's go open this thing. (laughs) They go to run out the door, but who should stop them but Crab and Goyle? (laughs) Why are these guys always there? (sighs) And then Draco comes over and he's like, I know that that's a broom and you're going to get caked out. (laughs) And Ron's like, it's not just any broom, it's the NIMBY. And Draco's like, the NIMBY? (laughs) He's so jealous. He's super pissed and super jealous because that broom is oh, way better than his, which is back at home, not here at the castle. Harry got a nimby. Oh, damn. But then Draco's like, well, Ron, I bet your family has to save up twig by twig. <laughs> and then Flitwick comes over. And Draco's like, Professor Flitwick, Professor Flitwick, Harry has a broom. Harry has a broom. Brooms aren't allowed <laughs> for first years, Professor Flitwick. And Flitwick's just like, oh, yeah, McGonagall got that for you, huh, Harry? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, so Professor Flitwick is as as excited about it as McGonagall is. Mm -hmm. And Harry's like, yeah, you know, it's really all thanks to Draco that I even got it in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The hits keep coming. It's banger after banger. Mm -hmm. Draco is much a confuse about this <laughs> but ron and harry just start heading up the stairs and then comes hermione running after them and she's like i overheard what you said don't think that just because you got a reward for getting in trouble means you should get in trouble <laughs> and harry's just like i thought you weren't talking to us and ron's like yeah don't stop now yeah hermione stomps away the rest of that day harry thinks of nothing but the nimby tucked away under his bed And he goes to dinner, eats it so fast so he can go up, and finally, at last, 
imprint on his broom. <laughs> he and Ron just stare at its beautiful shininess and twigs that are nice. And Harry's like, I don't know what any of this means, but it sure is beautiful. <laughs> it is a little bit before seven o'clock. So Harry heads down to the quid pitch and he sees it for the first time. And he notices that all of the seats are way high up in the air and that at the end of each end of the thing are three very big, tall bubble wands, <laughs> like 50 feet in the air. It's weird. What? is happening better to see quidditch with for my dear that. harry decides to take a quick lap around the field while he waits for ollie wood who shows up and calls him over i love oh i just love the thought of this little boy who i just didn't ever think of harry as a little boy until i had a child who's almost the same age and I'm like, he's just a little boy who gets to do this awesome thing. He's never, ever been able to do an awesome thing before since he was a baby. And it's just like, he finally has this freedom and something he's super awesomely good at. And he's all alone and he gets to do it. And oh, I love the idea of him just flying around the pitch mm-hmm. all by himself before Oliver gets there. Yeah. Also, I love that you call him Ollywood. Yep, Hollywood comes over. <laughs> he has this big crate with him, and he's like, good flying, Harry. McGee's got a good eye. And he's like, tonight we're just going to go over the rules and the basics and stuff, and then you can come to the next practice with the team. So he opens up the crate, and there's four balls inside, and he starts off by explaining the rules of Quidditch. Uh, so there's seven players on a Quidditch team. Three chasers who throw around the quaffle, which is bright red and like soccer ball sized. And they pass it back and forth to each other and try to get it through the bubble wands to score 10 points per ball through the wand. Got it. Okay. So literally whenever anybody starts talking about (laughs) sports, it's just wah, 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 wah. Uh, Reading this was the same thing. All of the words turned into wah, wah, wah. (laughs) Right. I'm pretty sure this is the only time I'm going to actually talk about it. Just in case there's any people who haven't read the books listening, we'll get the gist. That was actually a very good description. Keep going. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Harry's like, oh, like basketball. And Hollywood's like, I don't know what basketball is. (laughs) So he continues. There's one keeper and their job is to defend the bubble wands. I feel like there should be more than one keeper if there's three bubble wands. They're very close to each other, though. Okay. Are they? I don't know. I don't feel like any of this stuff is very close to each other at all. <laughs> so there's one, there's three guys swinging the ball to the bubble wands. And then there's one guy who has to go between all three wands. That doesn't seem fair. Makes it hard. How many balls are there? One quaffle. Okay. There's one quaffle. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Hollywood is the Gryffindor keeper. And Harry's like, well, what about all these other balls? And so Hollywood gives Harry a club and he's like, I'm going to show you what the bludgers do. <laughs> so the bludgers are two smaller black balls that are strapped into the crate and wiggling around. So he tells Harry to step back. He opens up a bludger and it flies straight into the air and then straight at Harry's face. <laughs> Luckily, Harry has good instincts, and so he smacks it with the club, and it zooms away. 
and then straight at Oliver, who catches it, straps it back in the crate, and he's like, okay, so these things are zooming around the pitch trying to knock people off of their brooms, which leads us to our blood, to our beaters. There's two beaters per team, and it's the beaters' jobs to hit the bludgers away from their teammates at the other team's players. (laughs) So dangerous. So funny. I love that it's the Weasleys on the Gryffindor team yes. right now. The Weasleys are the Gryffindor beaters. And Oliver calls them basically bludgers themselves. They are human bludgers. <laughs> um, Harry's like, so has anyone ever like died from a bludger? No, not anybody at Hogwarts not anyway. Hogwarts. <laughs> Just some broken jaws, you know, the usual. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And the final player on a Quidditch team is the Seeker, and that's what Harry is going to be doing. And the Seeker doesn't have to worry about any of the other balls because it is a one-ball kind of position. And so Hollywood takes out this tiny little baby ball, which is the golden snitch, and tells Harry this thing is worth 150 points. And it can only be captured by the Seeker, and it ends the game. He tells him Seekers get fouled most often because they're kind of like the only reason we're even here. And also, games can potentially go on for months. It just is until the snitch gets caught. I am just imagining people in the stands like magicking a bed for themselves and like putting on a nightcap and sleeping while these games are going on. Mm incredible really cool really boring quidditch doesn't make any kind of sense so don't even try to make it make any sense and it's 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 chaos Mm -hmm. it's pure chaos in the sky like what else what does it even matter what anyone is doing besides (laughs) the seeker it doesn't (laughs) nothing matters except for the seeker it's it's incredible so um, Oliver pulls out some goal, some golf balls for practice. So Harry gets up on his broom. Oliver starts chucking golf balls everywhere. Harry catches <laughs> all of them. Oliver's like, this is excellent. We're definitely going to win the Quidditch, the Quidditch Cup, the Cup, the, yeah. the Quidditch Cup. It is the Quidditch Cup. The House Cup I at the end of the year. I think the is House Cup. Is there a separate Quidditch Cup? Yes, it's two different Are you positive? Things. Pretty sure. Interesting. Why yeah. You, okay. Because you, you get a Quidditch <laughs> Cup for winning the Quidditch tournaments, and then you get the House Cup for winning the the the, the points. Right. Two different I things. I thought the Quidditch points go towards the House points, and you just win the House Cup at the end of the year. The Quidditch um, is the easiest way to rack up a lot of points. You're probably right. <sighs> Such a confuse. <laughs> I'm always going to give the knowledge portion to you. <laughs> However it goes, a cup will be won, and... Oliver thinks that uh, Harry might even be better than Charlie Weasley, who could have gone on to be a professional Quidditch player. That's wild. It's randomly already the end of October by the time Harry even has a chance to look at the calendar. Yeah, time is flying by like a snitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harry goes to three Quidditch practices every single week. Oh my gosh. Plus all his classes. That's so much for a kid to do. I mean, a way to keep them busy, I guess. That's like when I used to go to band every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. Oh, my gosh. No wonder I never did homework and only made out with boys. (laughs) True. (laughs) Jeez. 
The castle felt more like home than Privet Drive ever had. Oh, I wrote that. Like, I wrote it exactly the same mm-hmm. as you. They wake up. It's Halloween. And everything smells like pumpkins. And they luckily get to finally do the flying charm in charms class. And so they all split up into pairs. Harry gets paired with Seamus. Hermione gets paired with Ron. They're both pissed about this <laughs> for some reason. And then the flit reminds them to use the wrist movement that they've been practicing, which is a swish and a flick. So a swish and a flick like yep, that. Just like that. Also, make sure you say the right words and enunciate because <laughs> otherwise you might die. <laughs> Magic is too risky. It's very scary. Um, Flitwick has a really cute rhyme to remember to say the words right, but it just ends in death. So, you know, um, Harry and Seamus are swishing. They're flicking. Nothing is happening. Seamus gets mad and lights his feather on fire on accident. <laughs> Uh, Ron tries the windmill arm approach and Hermione's like, you're saying everything wrong. (laughs) And he's like, well, you do it then. And then she does because Hermione can do anything. Yeah, dude, she's awesome at everything. And this makes Ron angry. Yeah, there's a little bit of toxic masculinity happening. You don't need to be angry. Think if it was like your best buddy Harry who was super awesome at it would you be mad at him right that's what we got to think about yeah that's what we got to think about so Ron's in a very bad mood after class and he goes over to Harry and he says no wonder no one can stand her and Hermione overhears this and so she walks past them Harry sees that she's crying and Ron's just like well big shrug she must have noticed she's got no friends okay so after two whole months So she's been at school since September 1st. It's now October 31st. So that's all of September, all of October. And she still doesn't have any friends. Like, and Ron is being an asshole to her. Mm -hmm. That makes me so angry. So everybody, instead of that, look out for those kids, please. Those kids that you, when you look around and you notice that it's been two months of school and they still don't have any friends, instead of mentioning it and being mean to them, reach out to them. They mm-hmm. are struggling. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. They might be they might be a jerk, but that might just be because they don't have any friends. Like, please reach out to them. Please see what's going on. Yeah. Later in this chapter, we hear that Parvati and Lavender have become like BFFs. So, you know, Hermione's like in the girls' dormitory all the time. All these other girls have probably paired up with friends and she's just like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm on my own. Yeah, All the boys don't like me either. It breaks my heart because she's such a sincere little angel mm-hmm. and nobody likes her. And it and they're these guys are mean to her and not Harry, but Ron. Ron is mean to her and it's not OK. So yeah. mean. Plus, those kids who are kind of like weird when they're little, but like really smart are the friends you want when you get older. Absolutely. So start being friends with them now. Please do. Uh, Hermione misses all of the classes for the rest of the day, and it isn't until they're on their way to dinner that Harry overhears Pravati tell Lavender that Hermione's been in the bathroom crying all day long, and she doesn't want anyone to come talk to her. So they get into the Great Hall. They forget about Hermione because, you guys, it's freaking bats. <laughs> I love Halloween. He just looks up. I love Halloween. It's freaking bats. 
bats everywhere thousands of them flying around so cute <laughs> little sky puppies have you oh. guys seen that oh my gosh they're so cute they're the cutest things i've ever seen in my whole life so if you cute. watch videos of them flipped the other way it looks like they're <laughs> dancing they're really cute no bat hate in my life zero no room, room for it no thank they're you they're so adorable <laughs> their little ears their little tongues uh, their little noses move independently of their whole face. Their little furry, God, fuzzy faces and their little hands. Think of how long their <laughs> fingers are. They're so cute. The cutest. Ugh. Harry barely gets his Sunday baked potato. <laughs> it's the only day you can possibly eat a baked potato. <laughs> Onto his plate. <laughs> and in comes frickin' Quirrell sprinting into the room, a turban askew <laughs> looking crazy this guy the defense against the dark arts teacher <laughs> think of what he does mm. nothing literally just <laughs> falls on the ground he runs over to dumbledore <laughs> and he's like there's a troll in the dungeon fyi plop Everyone starts freaking out. Dumbledore has to do an entire fireworks show finale to get their <laughs> attention. And he's like, okay, all prefects, take your people back to your houses. Uh, everyone else who knows how to do magic is going to go fight the troll together. All 20 of us. <laughs> Let's go. All the kids, go do whatever you want to do. All of us grownups are going to be down in the dungeons. Bye. Good luck. <laughs> I know it's Halloween. You've got tons and tons of food and stuff. Don't go to the kitchens. Uh, just go to your dormitory. We're going to be downstairs in the dungeon. <laughs> what? No. Cool. Plan. Please don't. Instead of, let me keep all of the kids here in this <laughs> one room where they already are and just lock the doors put a teacher at the entrances and then literally me, one person Dumbledore will go and <laughs> expelliarmus this troll by myself there is nothing ever that these adults do that make any sense Dumbledore to me is the worst <laughs> he's so dumb why why is this happening <laughs> let the kids hang out and eat their eat their whatever better yet Get a big projector screen on the wall and do your magic um, vlog <laughs> spell and like just let them watch you go fight this troll. Oh, best Halloween ever. Right? Oh my gosh. Use it as a teaching lesson. Be like, watch guys. This is how you subdue a troll without killing it. Wow. Big fan. Instead, Percy is like, it is my time to shine. All children, follow me. <laughs> I've been waiting my entire life for this moment. <laughs> so all the Gryffindors are following Percy up the stairs. And Harry's like, oh, yeah. How do you think this troll got in here? Do you think it just literally walked up from the village? And Ron's like, I don't know. Probably it was Peeves, I guess, because trolls are really stupid. And then Harry's like, oh, wait. Remember Hermione? And Ron's, Ron's like, like, no. Do we have to? <laughs> Harry is like, well, she doesn't know about the troll. So Ron's like, fine. So they go sneak in with some Hufflepuffs and then run down this corridor towards the bathroom. They hear someone following them. And so they hide. And Ron's like, it's probably Percy. Not Percy. It's Snape. And Harry's like, what the? But Ron's like, I don't 
what the I don't know and so Harry's like watching Snape run off and he's like hey I think Snape's going to the third floor and Ron's (laughs) like I'm busy do you smell that (laughs) and Harry's like ew smells disgusting they they smell a smell and they see a sight they hear they hear a hear also (laughs) which is a low grunting and big feet and then they notice something coming around the corner and it's a great 12 foot lump (laughs) and it looks disgusting gross head gross arms gross legs gross feet gross piece of wood in its hand tiny head wiggly ears <laughs> and it stops at a doorway and it looks in and it gives it an ear wiggle and then it walks inside and harry and ron are like looking down the hall at it and harry's like i think there's a lock in that door they remember oh M.G. I know how to lock a door. We could just like go lock that. <laughs> Let's do it. Perfect. So they sneak down the hall, slam the door shut, lock it. First of all, why is there a lock on a on a public bathroom I, door? Listen, the fact that wizards can just unlock any lock with one spell is one of the most problematic things I can imagine. Like, where is the security? Also, why do you keep the key in the lock? Just take, (laughs) don't lock it. Or, I don't know, get a better system where you're not locking kids into bathrooms. It just seems stupid. (laughs) It really, really does. Who runs this place? Dumbledore. So, it was a slam. It was a lock. They start running back down the corridor when what do their wandering ears hear? A big yell from the room and Harry's like oh crap that's Hermione we just locked the troll in the bathroom with her oh my gosh these boys (laughs) so they have to run back unlock the door open it up step inside they find Hermione against the opposite wall she's not looking great the troll's walking towards her breaking things and Harry's like well uh let's just cause more chaos so harry throws something at it and gets its attention and it turns and starts walking back towards harry and ron runs around the other side of it and throws another thing at it and so it goes after ron yeah no like it's kind of amazing because like here the troll is like super confused and hermione's like horrified but guess who isn't scared at all harry freaking potter exactly that guy Mm -hmm. harry freaking potter (laughs) (laughs) he goes and he straight up jumps onto the stinky lump well first he's like hermione let's go (laughs) she's like distracted and she i cannot cannot. she can't even move nope so harry's like well okay so he looks at it it takes a really good run leaps onto the troll's back yeah and then he takes its neck (laughs) hermione's wand I mean, his wand, <laughs> and just shoves it up to her, hit the nose. Right up the nose. Amazing. And then the troll is, like, very wigging out. This <laughs> this thing hurts. Um, so Ron does what he, oh, the only thing he can think of, which is to try a spell that's never worked for him before. And he just <laughs> practiced today for the right. first time. But he's also being very brave. This uh, is a very brave Ron moment. Wingardium Leviosa, he says. 
Luckily, it works. Ron is good <laughs> in a pinch. Uh, he Leviosa's its club, which plops right back onto its head and knocks it out. It falls down. It's a big crash. Lots of banging happening. <laughs> Hermione's like, is it dead? And Harry's like, no, I think it's just knocked out. And he pulls his wand out and it's covered in snot. And he's like, you can keep that as he wipes it back on the troll. <laughs> I would like to send a thank you to the universe for making it so that Harry wipes it onto the troll's trousers instead of his own robes, which is what happens in the movie and makes me want to absolutely die every time I see it. He doesn't wipe it onto his robes. He straight up takes his hand and wipes it off. <laughs> There's no right. robes involved. I forgot. I thought he used his robe. Right. Disgusting. No. Absolutely thank you disgusting. to the universe uh, for making him wipe it on the troll's trousers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Finally, some adults show up. McGonagall, Snape, and Coral come running into the room. Yeah, thanks for thanks, guys. Thanks Love for it being when here. You come here. Thanks. Now. It's McGonagall, Snape, and Coral. What a trio! I do not want any of these guys, even McGonagall, because I know she'll just make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What is happening? How are you alive? Why aren't you where you're supposed to be?" And Hermione's like, it's my fault. They came looking for me. I went looking for the troll by myself because I thought I could take it. And Ron falls in love in this very moment because <laughs> Hermione is lying to a teacher. <laughs> Even though this lie is completely pointless. Why does she choose this instead of the truth? It is a weird lie. Um, She doesn't want the teachers to know she was sad. Maybe, maybe not that she was sad, but that she was not where she was supposed to be. Well, because she could have been like, I was in the bathroom when yeah. everything happened. Like I, ha- I had a bad tummy. They you came know? and told me what was happening. Right. Like they should have told someone else probably. But yeah. Like, the events for Hermione, it doesn't need to be that she went off by herself. She could have just literally been in the bathroom. Yeah. It is a weird lie that doesn't make any sense. It's weird. She's like, I'd probably be dead if Harry didn't COVID test the troll while Ron (laughs) smush and flicked it. And McGonagall's like, that was dumb. (laughs) Hermione was the last person to do anything against the rules. And here she was pretending she had to get them out of trouble. It was as if Snape had started handing out sweets. (laughs) Harry really thinks Hermione is a garbage human being. To compare her to Snape? No. That seems a stretch to me, Harry. I don't know. Is he really comparing her to Snape or is he just saying, like, this is just even better than if Snape was nice? Like, Hermione lying is so... Like, it's so unlike Hermione to do this thing that it's almost the same as if Snape did something nice. (sighs) I don't think... I can't... I don't think he's comparing her to Snape. Well, use someone else then. I don't like it, Harry. <laughs> well, yes. Don't even say Hermione and Snape in the same sentence. Totally, totally. McGonagall's like, all right, Hermione, five points minus for you. Goodbye. And so Hermione leaves. And then she's like, all right, Ron and Harry, plus five points for you. Goodbye. Also, I'm going to tell Dumbledore about this. So they leave and Ron's like, I think we should have gotten more points. <laughs> But I guess it was nice of Hermione to get us out of trouble. Yeah, because guess what? Trauma brings people together. Mm-hmm. 
They get all the way back up to the dormitory by themselves. <laughs> no, it's don't not worry. An, I'll escort no you back. It's a, just go, please. No biggie. It's not like they're going to go anywhere or do anything. It's fine. They're fine. And Hermione's waiting inside the hole for them. And she's like, <laughs> thanks. And they go and get their food. And they are friends now and forevermore. Yes. From that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. There are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other. (laughs) And knocking out a 12-foot mountain troll is one of them. Oh, my gosh. The trio. The babies. Finally. Finally. (laughs) It's obnoxious that it took so long. Honestly. It's all Ron's fault, too. Everything. (laughs) Well, the whole time, Harry was like, I I think Hermione's having a hard time. I think, you know, he's just like, he's worried about Hermione because he knows what it's like to not have any friends or whatever. And Ron's just like... Who cares, mate? Let's go get some pumpkin juice. <laughs> Very true. So I love that they're together now. Me too. I want to keep a good eye on who in the next several years is the one who causes problems in this trio. <laughs> I don't think I am wrong about that it might just be Ron the whole time. It's basically always Ron. <laughs> Sometimes it's Harry. The big things are Harry. The right. little things. Always Ron. Hermione right. can do no wrong ever in her life. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> That's my girl Hermione. Heck yeah. I love her so much. All right, everybody. If you have thoughts about Harry Potter and would like to share them with us, send us a message at Remember Harry Potter podcast at gmail.com and and let's create something magical together. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus video access to our notes original artwork and to connect with our awesome community you can message us at remember harry potter podcast at gmail.com send us a voice message on anchor or leave a review on itunes yes please leave a review on itunes check out the show notes for all this information and more 